Bonjour. Comment allez-vous? This is Caipacha with the weekly Pele report. And I've made it here to Montlivet in France. From Turkey to Greece to Italy. And finally, not only to France, but as you shall soon see, the great Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> August 17th of 2022. What a month this is. And it is not over yet, but we do have, I think, a little bit of a break. There's a little calm in the midst of the storm. Um, we have a number of different aspects going on. The sun is moving through the tail end of Leo and we'll be entering Virgo next Monday. I'm going to be talking a lot about that transition because it's very powerful. The other transition that's happening is Mars. Mars has been in Taurus for a while now, but that's nothing compared to where he's going to be in Gemini. Goes into Gemini on Saturday. Goes all the way up to 25 degrees by October. Goes retrograde back down to 8. In January, goes direct and basically is staying in Gemini until March 26th of 2023. Very, very long time of a Mars in Gemini. Let me climb up a little higher here, get a better view of our surroundings. The moon in the meantime now is moving through Taurus. And uh, on Thursday, gonna conjunct with, uh, you know, her own North Node in Taurus, which is still conjunct Uranus. They are separating. And then she's gonna move on to Mars, okay? And cruise on into Gemini. Um, on Friday, yeah. So, really, it's uh, like the Moon and Mars are going to be entering Gemini together. There's something there for a little while. Um, in the meantime, the beautiful thing that we can talk about, and why I say there's a little break in the energy, Venus trine Jupiter. Going through early Leo makes a nice trine to Jupiter in early Aries. And that is exact on Thursday, tomorrow. Okay, so you want to take advantage of that good energy. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, the other thing that's happening then, of course, is the sun. As, as, as the sun goes into late Leo, it does an inconjunct to Pluto and an inconjunct to Neptune, which makes what we call the yod. Yes, the fickle finger of fate. The yod is happening with the sun Pluto-Neptune energy. I can be talking about that a little bit. And last but not least, uh, Mercury. Very strong in Virgo because Mercury rules Virgo and is coming into an opposition with Neptune on Sunday and a trine to Pluto on Monday. So we're in the, uh, you know, basically the, the fourth quarter. We have the uh, moon squares the sun on Thursday and comes into that final, uh, you know, balsamic closing phase of this lunar cycle. 
and we're not going to have a, a new moon until the next Pele report. I'll talk about that. So let me just, uh, yeah, look, look at the camera and talk to you. All right, everybody. I feel like we've been going through this little bit of what we call an initiation. And uh, it has to do with this fixed cross. The fixed cross, the bull, the lion, the eagle, and the human. Yeah, the four gospels even have that. It's, it's, you know, it's in the Bible and everything. This, you know, there's references to this fixed cross. It's, it's, it's highly activated. So, you know, last month, you know, late July, Mercury goes through Leo and squares the nodes, Uranus opposes Saturn, and it moves on. And then the sun came along last week, and it came in and squared the moon's nodes, Mars, Uranus, and, you know, opposed Saturn, and now it's moving on. Venus is just coming along now. After this trying to Jupiter this week, she is going to come into, you know, next week, she will oppose Saturn, square the moon's nodes in Uranus before she moves on. So we're getting this, you know, Mercury, then Sun, then Venus, you know, crossing through this point of... <laughs> and what is this... I mean, and what is the fixed cross all about? It's, it's, a, it's very powerful. I'm, I just think of the lion... We'll start with Leo the lion. We have Taurus the bull. The, don't forget, fixed is I associated with Vishnu. Okay, and that is sustain, maintain, hold on, be centered. And with Leo the lion, the king of the jungle, the queen of the jungle, the lioness. It's the top of the food chain. Okay, you go out there and you're not, you know, you're not going to, even humans don't want to mess with lions in the wild. It's, it, they, they, they don't even, you know, I don't want to talk about what they're doing now in Africa to the lions, but they're caging them and it's, it's, it's insane. But the word pride came from a pride of lions is this family of lions they are proud they are strong and they are fierce it's very interesting that leo is this fiery fixed sign ruled by the sun the center of the solar system the solar purpose and power coming through as the life force and life energy and rules the heart as well as the spine. So it's really something to have this fierce predator, the only carnivore in the zodiac. Yes, the bull is vegetarian. Okay, well, the eagle, uh, the eagle is also, uh, you know, in, uh, a meat eater, but the lion is definitely a predator. And Leo has to do with desire. And I think that the, the, the whole fixed cross has a lot to do, okay, with this passion 
and desire. And with Taurus, it starts out very, you know, very simple, very basic, worldly, sensual, financial uh, uh, things, owning things. And then it comes around to this Leo, which is the fullness of our creative expression, like I've been talking about. We create and we create and we are the throne and we are the center of creation and we are the sun and life is coming through us and it's just like this super high point of the individual, right? And it gets humbled in Virgo. I'm going to talk about that. The sun is now moving into Virgo. This is a threshold, an evolutionary threshold. The quincunx aspect, 150 degrees, is definitely a humbling of the proud lion specialness energy of Leo, even more so then comes around to Scorpio, our third fixed sign. And Scorpio also has to do with power, but it's not fiery power like Leo. It's not so much self-oriented power. Now it is about merging, okay? The desire for, you know, something outside myself to make myself more powerful and stronger and wiser and richer and so there is this alchemical transformation that happens in Scorpio but it actually ends up what kind of killing off that individual specialness of Leo becomes kind of merged or melds or kind of melts down into this, you know, we, from me to we, Leo to Scorpio. And then to, you know, to finish it off, Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay, I call it outer space. It's not even fixed air. Okay, there's no air in outer space. It is above, outside, beyond, and in some way, shape, and form, I think it has so much to do with rising above, witnessing our desires, witnessing our pride, witnessing our lion, witnessing our bull, uh, you know, witnessing our serpent, snake, eagle, whatever you want, you know, I mean, but this is, this is almost like the mastering, you know, going beyond, you know, going beyond desire, going outside. It is the, the liberation from desire in preparation for what? The last sign is Pisces, right? So there's this whole evolution that's always happening as we cycle through the horoscope. And uh, Aquarius has to do in so many ways with this non-attachment and detachment. Now Saturn is moving through Aquarius right now. And it's the collective consciousness, it's the social, it's the desire of the community, it's the desire of the collective, which far transcends above and beyond the needs of the individual, because the individual is greatly outnumbered. <laughs> Even the strongest lion, okay, is not going to take on a herd of elephants. <laughs> and that elephant can be City Hall. <laughs> yeah or any other global or governmental institution that I don't want to get into right now. But 
I'm just, you know, I'm just really uh, playing with and wanting to share this sense of this lion and how powerful it has been is, you know, as the sun moves through. And I think of like, you know, I grew up in Illinois and they had these corn, you know, we had a, a farm full of corn and the corn would go grow way high over the tops of our heads, you know, three meters tall, big, huge golden ears of corn. I mean, this is the season. This is the time, okay, of the ripeness, okay, of the flowering, of, you know, of the great grandiosity of, of nature blooming. And then comes Virgo. We're now in this phase and we're moving, okay, into this phase of humbleness, into this phase of let's, let's really consider these things because it has to do with the sun going into Virgo, Mercury already in Virgo makes Mercury very strong. Mars now moving into Gemini for seven months puts another emphasis on Mercury, right? Mercury rules both Gemini and Virgo. Mercury rules the left brain, this linear, logical, rational thinking and these ideas and these ideas and this and that and the other thing. <laughs> and this is where it gets tricky because the way I see it, the ego, the ego is very smart. And it is, you know, a small part of our consciousness. We have this subconsciousness and then we have the individual unconscious and then we have the collective unconscious. So, you know, it's like the ego is this little tip, 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 tippy, tip of the iceberg, but it's really trying to like manage, okay, the whole iceberg. <laughs> so, so you know what we do, and this is what Mercury does. We tell ourselves stories. Now, I'm not doing sun sign astrology. We are all Taurus. We are all Leo. We are all Scorpio. We are all Aquarius. We are all Virgo. We all have these planets and these signs constellated in a special way for our unique soul destiny. So we all have a lion or a lioness in us. Whether we've got planets in there or not, it rules a house and we all have the sun somewhere, okay? So we all have this solar purpose. We have this desire to be special, to be unique, to create something that's never been seen before, done before, heard before, danced before, you know, fought before, whatever. <laughs> played, I mean, you know, that, that wants to play and gamble and romp and have love affairs and romance and, I mean, desire, passion, passion, fiery passion. It's like, the I want to gobble you up and just climb all over and roll in the sand and whatever. Wild. We all have this wild lion, lioness in us. So we all have these desires. And I'll tell you what, there's a, a bunch of these desires that are not socially cool, not socially acceptable. 
Whether it's your parents, whether it's your partner, whether it's your boss at work, whether it's your next door neighbor, whether it's whoever, you know, you know, the, the religions and all this kind of stuff, the government, there are just, you know, there are desires that rise up within the soul. And we know we have a soul because we have desire. Yeah. And, and, and this, you know, powerful, these passions, these desires that are about pride and are about self-gratification and are about, you know, making me bigger and wider and stronger and more powerful and conquering. And this is like, we've all got this energy that wants to be special and outrageous. And like I say, it's not always acceptable. It's not cool. It's not, you know, it's just like, no, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't be, shrink. Shrink yourself down. Don't talk so much. Don't be so dramatic. You know, it's like no drama, no drama. You know, I mean, there's just like so many, you know, downers, 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 downers to the Leo that just wants to like play, 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 play. <laughs> so what do we do? This is where Mercury comes in. We tell ourselves stories. We make things up. We, we justify, we find, the ego finds these sneaky ways, you know, of justifying that, you know, I want to take your money, okay? And I know it's not right on a deep unconscious soul level. Okay. You know, it's just like, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's stealing basically, but I'm going to come on with this layer and that layer, you know, that, you know, you owe me or, you know, you know, you're guilty of that. And so I, and so I, you know, we, the mind is very, the ego is very tricky at making these rationalizations to justify us going after and wanting to fulfill our passions and our desires. And the thing is, we believe a lot of these stories that we, we, we make them up. We tell ourselves these stories and we believe these stories. And we say that these stories are not stories. These stories are real. This is the reality. This is the way it is. This is the way it is. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Until what? Scorpio. <laughs> well, Virgo in some ways. Virgo and Scorpio both have to do with humility. Because love is humbling. Relationship is humbling. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, we cannot be the star of the show, the center of attention all the time, 24 seven for our entire lives. You know, the show must end, the curtain closes. Okay. You know, it's time to, you know, Virgo is, you know, refine, repair, retool, reflect, and improve our show, improve ourselves, improve our health, improve our, you know, our bodies, uh, you know, become an apprentice to something bigger, greater than we are all, you know, as is in preparation for Libra, right? In preparation for relationship and partnership, we need to really look at it and get it together. 
But Scorpio especially, I'm speaking of this now because not only is Saturn in Aquarius, which is society and other people, but the south node of the moon is in Scorpio with that north node of the moon in Taurus. So from January of 22 to July of 2023, I've been talking about these moon's nodes. The north node moving through Taurus is becoming self-sufficient, breaking codependent relationships, okay, stepping out of, you know, conditions and situations. It's a lot of letting go. It even has to do with letting go of people, death, dying, the end of security, the end of who I thought I was, the end of illusions. And here's where it's the end of some stories. It's the end of some stories. And what I'm saying here is that love, right? Love is the teacher and the purpose of life. Love exposes us it's really when we come into relationship, intimate relationship, loving relationship, that the other shows us our projections, shows us our stories, shows us our, how we have lied to ourselves. I, I, you know, unconsciously, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, call you a liar. Don't, 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 don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but we deceive ourselves. It's called, you know, self-delusion. <laughs> we delude ourselves in so many different ways. And this is where now Mercury in opposition to Neptune, okay? This has to do with illusions and disillusionment. Particularly what? <sighs> yeah, the trine to Pluto. So, you know, I would say that, you know, this is a week. It's very nice to have Venus in trying to Jupiter. That, you know, and, and, and this is how, the, how uh, the trick, the big trick in life for me, the way I see it, is keeping the heart open and loving again. Because love is like waves on the sea that crash us against the rocks. And we say that we want to open our hearts, but life breaks our hearts. Like eggs for an omelet. I'm going to break your heart open and you're going to see what's inside that heart. And you're going to see your truth. You're going to see the yoke, right? And then you're going to see the white lies. <laughs> That's great, man. I, I got to remember that one. You know, but, but it's like, it's all in there. It's all in the heart, who we truly are, who we really are. And this is the path of evolution, the path of self-knowledge. So love is our great teacher. Love shows us ourselves through loving partnership and relationship. Because the more you love, the more intimate you get, the more naked you get, the more vulnerable you get, the more you are seen and the more you are cracked open and the more, the more of a shit show you get to witness of yourself. And this is why there's so many people that are afraid to love and they close their heart and they shut down 
and they are not going to go there again. They got their heart broken when they were so so old, and then, or they got their heart broken two or three times, or they've got you know that my heart's been cracked open and broken open, you know, and I'm not going to do it again. You know, I, I you know it's it's shutting down. But Leo is not shutting down. Leo, Leo is staying open. Leo is the sun never stops shining. And Gaia, the earth of Virgo, never stops supporting and never stops healing us. And so this is our challenge, the way I see it, you know, is to come to terms with, you know. So come to terms with ourselves as we are, not our stories, okay, not our assets, okay, you know, money, good looks, charisma, social position, whatever, you know, we, we, these are all superficial. I'm talking about when we're talking about the North Node in Taurus, conjunct Uranus, which is sudden, shocking, often traumatic revelations around our worthiness around our ability or inability to love ourselves as we are not love ourselves as we want to be or think we are or have told ourselves that we are but no 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 now we get yeah we're going to be getting some you know mars in gemini sun mercury in virgo we're going to be getting some criticism we're going to be getting some refinement. We're going to be getting some opportunity to up the bar, improve our game. And the challenge will be to remain in a state of self-love and to remain in a state of acceptance that, yes, I, can, you know, I have failings. I have things that I can improve. I'm not going to let that stop me from keeping my heart open, from entering into relationship, from, you know, going forward, from, you know, risking. The lion and the lioness is adventure, taking chances, gambling, trusting itself. We have to continue to keep on trusting ourselves, even though we're getting, you know, some negative signals from this Saturn up there in Aquarius, you know. It's going to be, uh, you know, in Aquarius, opposing Leo till March of 2023. March of 2023 is really big. Pluto goes into Aquarius. Mars leaves Gemini and goes into Cancer. Saturn leaves Aquarius and goes into Pisces. So there's a big, you know, kind of a wave happening here that is building up towards the end of the year and then crashes down on the beach. Yeah next uh, spring in the northern hemisphere yeah but anyway don't want to get too far ahead of myself i just really want to tune into you know this stage of leo and how the heart mind the heart mind okay you know is really about honesty it is about truth and being clear with ourselves and being able to listen when other people come in with perhaps unpleasant reviews and even, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's all bad. I mean, you know, you can, you can, this can also be a time, you know, 
Well, Venus, let's look at Venus Jupiter a little bit. That's a little lazy. The Venus trying Jupiter's a little lazy. This can be where the lion just wants to sit there in the sun and not do nothing. <laughs> and so there, there may be like hustle and bustle around you and you just kind of want to, you know, uh, you know, have a drink or have a, you know, a nice, cozy, comfy lounge chair, <laughs> lay on the beach or something and just let life go. But I suggest you don't. This is, you know, the more that you can engage now, particularly, like I say, it's really as of next Monday that the sun, uh, you know, goes into Virgo and phew, things really, it's time to get back to work. So that's why I said this week is a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a week off, but you know what, boy, by next week, sun goes into Virgo, Mars into Gemini, you know, Venus coming into the, the Grand Cross, it's, it's going to get intense again so what you want to do now is take a big breath and i would say yeah you know as much as you can relax now while you can <laughs> yeah this too shall pass so uh, you know make the most of uh venus trying jupiter man it's a good one it's a good one so the mantra for this week then is love is more than i have been told it's the teacher and purpose of life. It breaks my heart open again and again, exposing my truth and my lies. Love as the purpose of life. My, my personal feeling is that you know, I've, 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 I've often wanted this to be my last life. <laughs> it's like, I'm done with this planet. I'm done with this reality, this 3D Saturn bullshit. <laughs> I want out. <laughs> and, you know, the way out for me is, to, is, is through love. And when I am able to love absolutely everything everybody, every dynamic, every principle, every idiot, every whatever. That's the, that's the, that's the key to the exit. So love is the purpose of life. If we can keep the heart open to everything and everybody, we ultimately will experience the law of one, the oneness of all life, and that is the moment of ascension, samadhi, nirvana, however you want to, you know, whatever words you want to put on it to me, it's just like uh, returning to source. Yeah. So, yeah. It, uh, and I love, like I say, I'm, I'm relating this all to the heart, to Leo, to the sun in its final degrees, Venus coming up into the middle of the heart of the lion. And I wish you a lovely week. <laughs> yeah, baby. You have a lovely week now. And just remember that love is more than I have been told. 
it's the teacher and purpose of life. Yeah, baby. It breaks my heart again and again, exposing my truth and my lies. Sit with that one for a little while. Maybe you'll find yourself repeating it a few times this week. But yeah, I think there's a lot, uh, there's a lot in that mantra. And I uh, certainly wish you the best evolution, self-knowledge, discovery, and love. Namaste. Aloha. So much love.